0: the talk tendo podcast yo i am one of two hosts christian padierna and my co-host here bailey
1: Arch. <laughs> hey guys welcome to the second episode of talk tendo and the first episode of talk tendo select so what are we talking about today christian so as we
0: mentioned in the last episode talk tendo selects will be something more free form that we'll just talk about you know yeah just some cool stuff and today we're gonna to be talking about animation but before that, we're actually going to recap some news for about five minutes.
1: Yep, so lots of things happened this week, and it would be kind of a crime not to at least mention them. Also, we don't want the next podcast to be even more bloated, because we're going to be talking about E3, of course. Yeah. So the big news was... Well, actually, there's three bits of big news. First bit of big news, Pokemon, Let's Go EV and Let's Go Pikachu were officially announced. So what do you think about that, just real quick?
0: What I think about it real quick... I forget if I mentioned in the last podcast, but I'm not too excited about how much Pokemon Go integration there is, but I know why they put it in. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm still going to get it. So, I mean, Nintendo's still going to have money from me. I like the, I actually do like the Pokemon Pokeball attachment. Mm-hmm. And that'll be cool to have, I think.
1: Yeah, I think after seeing the trailer, it kind of makes sense what audience they're going for. They're definitely going for that Pokemon Go audience, especially like it's right in the name and although for hardcore fans it might not be exactly what we want they also did announce that the mainline pokemon games are in development they're just coming in 2019 so that is pokemon switch that we've been talking about for so long the eighth generation so i'm totally okay with this like i think it's i i kind of want to go back to the basics honestly like, as a Pokemon fan, it's just gotten a little bit crazy for me, so I'm excited. Yeah. I, hopefully, um, the catching's not, like, what it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hopefully I can change that. So it's Yeah, like, we'll have to see, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if they make you throw it. Yeah. I mean, I um, wouldn't
0: be surprised either.
1: I don't know, but how does that work when both of the Joy-Cons are attached? Do you just, like, <laughs> yeah. throw the game, or the whole Switch? Like, that's kind of scary, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to see, but... We're going to talk about it a lot more next episode, too, when even more is announced at E3. It'll almost definitely be so.
0: Yeah, and the second big piece is Fortnite on Switch.
1: Yep, Fortnite on Switch has been (laughs) leaked, and this one is kind of a no-brainer. And honestly, I think they should have had it on there a long time ago.
0: Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens with the middle generation uh,
1: in the midst of it. Well, I mean, phone got it. Before, yeah, that's true. like what, and I think they're for the switch, it would have been so much better even in the spring when Fortnite really blew up. Yeah, imagine it on college campuses and on and like in high schools. You see somebody playing Fortnite anywhere, like it's so popular, people would freak, and the switch would have skyrocketed. So, I think almost in a way, it missed that sweet spot, but yeah. at least we're getting it.
0: I mean. What I was gonna add is that I don't think Fortnite is gonna be dying out anytime soon. It's, That's true. It's still extremely pop- popular. It just it does seem mm-hmm. it's at like a kind of leveling point. off. Yeah, yeah, leveling off. It's not as exponential as it was before. But you know, towards the end of spring semester, every, I, there'd be like five, ten people in my lectures with streaming Ninja and Myth. Uh, yep. You know the the popular Fortnite streamers, and now just imagine people are gonna be probably picking up
1: Switches this yeah like, towards the fall and uh. Well that's the thing. Playing in class. One Fortnite bro sees a Nintendo <laughs> Switch playing Fortnite. Exactly. And it is a done deal. Like it's I think it'll be a big seller. Uh and yeah, I think it's really good for the system and to bring more people to Nintendo. And for the last bit of news, Ballout seventy six yeah. was announced by Bethesda uh bethesda game studios by the way the same one that made skyrim and fallout 4 they're working on a new fallout game which kind of surprised people what do you think about that i was i mean as a fan i was surprised (laughs) yeah uh my coworker dan
0: shout out dan was upset because he's a he's a hardcore fallout fan and he just doesn't like the the rumors at the moment of it being kind of like a rust clone yeah but you know we really don't know much about it still and we have e3 to look forward
1: to yeah i think that there are there are a ton of rumors going around right now and people are getting already upset about a game that's not even been really talked about yet which i think is kind of just silly so we're definitely going to talk about it more when more details are officially announced at e3 it does seem like there's going to be an online component but i trust bethesda game studios and the team behind it seems really excited about it did mm-hmm. you see how they announced it no, I just watched the trailer. They had, like, a 24-hour live stream. It was a whole bunch of developers, and they were acting like the camera wasn't there, and they were, like, walking <laughs> back and forth, like, with cups of coffee, and, like, people tuned in. I think there were there was, like, thousands of people watching the whole 24-hour live stream, and then at the very end, from what I understand, at the very end, they announced the game, like, the mm-hmm. actual trailer started, or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, the team seems to be really excited about it and when a team is excited about a game i'm excited about a game like it's all about the passion that the developers bring so
0: yeah i'm excited to see more in the future i like how they handle with their marketing and i just like Mm -hmm. the yeah the tone and attitude of bethesda but that's really all we have today for news so let's jump into our the meat and potatoes of this podcast right which is just
1: animation the first talk to new select ever and we just Basically, wanted to be a conversation, and we were going back and forth about what we wanted to talk about related to animation, and we just settled on animation as a broad topic, which is a very broad topic. Yeah, extremely. But we're just gonna talk for forty minutes, and what do you want to start with? <laughs>
0: I wanted to ask you some of the first things you started to watch as a kid. Yeah, kind of like kept you loving cartoons into your adolescence.
1: The first hardcore thing that I probably ever watched was Samurai Jack. Yeah. Uh well, actually I take that back. Maybe it was Pokemon. I think maybe it was early morning Pokemon. I would wake up to watch Pokemon and actually my dad would record them for me. And I would say Pokemon was the first um because like I watched Veggie Tales, and I watched <laughs> the Disney movies and like uh but I would say the first T V show that got me into like animated TV series was definitely Pokemon. What about you?
0: I would say Pokemon. I'm just trying to think. I had a few VHS tapes of Pokemon mm-hmm. and I would always watch those. I love I loved watching uh I've probably seen the first episode like twenty different times. Yeah. Um SpongeBob. I watched a lot of SpongeBob like most kids. Yeah. The first show I remember being one of my favorite cartoons was Ed and Eddie though I don't know if you watched that yeah so
1: my it's kind of interesting road for me because I had a little more strict parents when it came to TV. I was allowed to watch Pokemon, but really on Cartoon Network I wasn't allowed to watch a whole lot mm-hmm. and it was kind of just like yeah we're gonna stick with Nick because yeah and even on Nick I was only I wasn't allowed to watch Timmy Turner. Uh, so I basically watched... Fairly wa- Odd Parents. Or, yeah, Fairly Odd Parents. She's, uh, yeah, obviously didn't watch it. Uh, I was allowed to watch Jimmy Neutron. Spongebob was like a hit or miss thing. Like, I kind of made it happen. She tried to outlaw it, but I was like... Your mom? Yeah, but me and my dad really like Spongebob. Like, there's an old video clip of me jumping on the bed and my dad singing the uh spongebob theme song like it was just like ingrained in my soul (laughs) so outlawing that one was hard for my mom to do but yeah i never watched ed ed and eddie or any of those shows but like tell me about why they were so influential for you i ended up falling
0: in love with uh how for lack of better words crazy cartoons were yeah and the ed and eddie style is so just like out there and the characters are all distinct and very sh- weird and unique like my favorite character is probably uh Ed like ED not E not double D or Eddie for those fans <laughs> but um just thinking about like one of my favorite episodes is that Ed lives in he lives in the basement of his house okay. and he gets grounded and they're like uh double D and Eddie go to like visit him and he's like guys, like my parents grounded me and they're like, why don't you just go up the stairs? And then they walked to go up the stairs and his parents actually took out his stairs in order to (laughs) get to the main floor. And that was always funny. But also besides Ed and Eddie, my favorite uh, cartoon is Looney Tunes. Nice. Looney Tunes is amazing. Chuck Jones has such great direction or had such great direction with the cartoon and all the characters
1: and whatnot. Looney Tunes for me was kind of my dad introducing me to, you know, like, oh, this is what I watched as a kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that that was really cool because he knows all of them by heart. Like he can (laughs) sing some of the songs and like, what's the one where Bugs Bunny is in like an opera setting (laughs) and he's like singing to Elmer Fudd, right?
0: Yeah, that's the one where... (sighs) And he has like his his feet on his head, and he's giving him a massage. Yes, yeah, I love that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, my dad knows that whole thing, so he really loved Looney Tunes. I never got into it as a kid, maybe because I didn't have Boomerang. Were they on Boomerang or were they on Cartoon Network as a kid?
0: They played Looney Tunes uh, early morning Saturdays, okay, for like a, an hour block. So I'm sure and I had DVDs too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was experience- like I, I'm sure I experienced it as a kid. But I think I experienced it more with my dad showing me what he watched and what he loved. But I definitely love the Looney Tunes, and I actually really got into the Looney Tunes show, mm-hmm. which might be controversial. <laughs> uh, to what do you think about that? That's the newer thing, right? Yeah, it was like, uh, like ten, like 2010 to 2013 era, and they brought it back as like a reboot. As at first, but I think
0: I speak for most people. Just because, like, with the example of Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go, mm-hmm. but I didn't like it at first, and then I started to watch them. Like, this is pretty good for what it is. Yeah. So I actually I've only seen a few episodes, but it's funny, but it's not. It's completely different from the original. So. Oh yeah,
1: it's like more story based. Yeah. Like the episodes are longer, and you delve more into the characters. Like it's a constant thing. Yeah. Like every the thing that I love about the original Looney Tunes is you never know what you're going to get. Every single episode is like wholly unique and wholly separated from every other episode. It's but so good. with the Looney Tunes show, they were I think they were trying to connect it more and make it like an actual story. So when you take a, a show and change it like that, you're definitely going to have people that are just totally against it. And I see what you mean with the Teen Titans Go example. What are some other shows that did that actually? Because that's kind of interesting. Teen Titans Go did I'm it. i sure i i feel like it happens a lot or it, it seems Ben 10 has been through oh my god lots of iterations that was one cartoon network show i actually was allowed to watch because i loved i had the watch oh you did <laughs> oh the my Omni. god <laughs> i was that kid and like i would run around my backyard and like change into the <laughs> the you know the rock guy or the fire guy and like dude that watch was sweet though that was
0: sweet. I might get crucified for this, but I hated Ben
1: Ten. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's it's kinda interesting. I think I liked it because I was really into Samurai Jack and it's kind of like an action-y show mm-hmm. with like a kid. And it was one of the only shows I was actually allowed to watch. So of course I got really into it. I also kinda like the original animation style. Yeah. I, I like the too. more gritty. I don't know. It's not really that gritty, but like the more realistic animation style, and it was one of the more serious shows on Cartoon Network. Yeah, but yeah, ben, ben Ten has definitely been through lots of changes, and like with each change, I feel like you drop more people. Another one was, um, oh, what is the show? Uh, uh, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, Powerpuff yeah, Girls. Oh yeah, Girls they did. got the
0: reboot. I in. watched uh, an episode of that. I I heard they've been doing some decent bits on there, but really. I really love the original Power Puff Girls.
1: Yeah. Kind. I watched that one too a little bit when I was a kid. I haven't... I heard
0: some hate on it. I think they were... I heard hate. They might have been sure. reusing
1: models. Like, uh... Oh, really? Like, but the animation style is so different. What do you mean by reusing no, models? No, like,
0: like reusing... uh oh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like frames. Like reusing frames. Like a lot. Oh, which really? Is, which is a fine... Oh, I see what you mean. Like yeah. It's, it's As an like, animation
1: style, it looked cheap.
0: Yeah, basically. Like, it's fine to if you're gonna reuse frames, but if you're gonna reuse frames a lot and I get it if they were low on budget, but it's Cartoon
1: Network, so they're not low on budget for Are they? Like well, I like Teen Titan, I don't know. Th- another show that does that a lot is Teen Titans Go, and it gets a lot of hate for uh reusing panels and using static not static backgrounds, but like moving backgrounds, yeah. you know, like a character will jump and like they'll make a little pose and then like the background is just a splur of color. Which to a lot of people, um, myself included, is just feels cheap. It feels like they could have actually put the background in there and made it look cool. But they wanted to save money, they wanted to make money, and they want to produce as many of these shows as possible. I think at the time when uh, shows
0: like this, or probably shows in general, that are first starting out on Cartoon Network, they probably do a lot of stuff like this Yeah, just to see if they want to increase budget or not. But... Also, Teen Titans Go is what they mostly play on Cartoon Network at yeah, this point. It's,
1: yeah, it's kind of... It's a little saturated. It's kind of sad to see Cartoon Network maybe... Are they, I think they're kind of falling off a little bit because they have so many great shows in their tool belt and they're not playing them like ever. And for some, for some of them, I can almost see why. Mm-hmm. For Steven Universe, you can almost make the case that it's so story-based. Like, if you watched one single episode of Steven Universe, like one of the newer ones, you would be lost. You would have no idea what's going on because they are so linear. So, it's not a show that is kind to reruns because the first season is. You could play the first season all the time and people would like that because Mm -hmm. you don't have to know anything about the show. But... I can almost see the case for why, but Adventure Time? Why aren't you playing oh, more? Oh yeah, of that? I know. Like, it's but crazy. Also, back to the uh, what you
0: were just saying with Steven Universe. That's how I felt with Ben Ten growing up. Like, really, you when, never knew what was going on. Yeah, like I, I felt like I had to put in a lot more effort to keep up with it, and it like I just didn't have the resources or
1: time as a kid to like, yeah, watch every episode. That's true. I, I guess I kind of, I don't know. Maybe I did keep up with it a little more or I knew just enough to, yeah. I, I do see what you're saying though. There were certain episodes that were definitely story and if you didn't know what was going on, you were kind of lost, but. And that could also be the same
0: issue with Adventure Time, not in like the earlier seasons because that's more, I don't know if it's the proper word, like sitcom-ish, like. yeah. Type where you can just sit down and enjoy
1: it but because later on in the seasons it gets very very story heavy it does and it's less story and more like introducing a lot of new characters so the thing about adventure time is they introduce there is i have this like poster of adventure time with every character from the show and it's crazy like how many characters they introduce so if you missed one it can be hard to you know like oh who is that like yeah. what is this place and yeah i can see what you mean they just kind of get out of control with how many characters but that's why i love it yeah
0: the, i mean well actually funny story <laughs> i don't know if you were there but my roommate matthew this past school year for everyone listening asked to use my who one weekend and i just like put the tv in our a living room area and he binged through every season of Adventure Time <laughs> and he gave me a synopsis of what happened thus far.
1: A synopsis? That's yeah. a crazy That's funny. Yeah. Uh Adventure Time has been going on since two thousand eleven, right? Or two thousand ten? Something like that. I think
0: two thousand ten. I yeah. I remember watching it when it first came out.
1: Yep. But more about Adventure Time and kind of the Renaissance era that it brought to Nintendo or to Nintendo. <laughs> uh to Cartoon Network. Like, I think Adventure Time was the start of something new. If you remember before Adventure Time, Cartoon Network was airing things like Destroy, Build, Destroy. Oh my, And that was the worst That was the worst era. The worst I didn't era. even tune in at that point. Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> but, uh, I was so mad. Yeah, it got weird there. And then Adventure Time was like yeah. the holy grail of cartoons that they brought out. And it just blew up, and it brought so much with it. Yeah, regular show. There's such a culture. Gumball. Yeah, um, Gumball's good. Um, Steven Universe. A few years later.
0: Oh Wait, I just remembered something. I don't know if there's a clip. Everyone, go look up this clip. But <laughs> it's Gumball in the cafeteria, and he's talking to this girl, and he's like, "You need to check your privilege." And the girl like <laughs> flies back. I was crying <laughs> when I saw this.
1: There, there are episodes of Gumball that made me cry, like <laughs> laughing so much. It, it is just such a funny show. It, it is, really yeah, is. It is really good. And you heard it got canceled.
0: It got canceled. Why? Yeah,
1: like a year ago, they just canceled that. it. They just up and canceled it. Like it, there. That's it so is weird. these things about Cartoon Network right now that is really concerning because they really are weird. moving more towards. Like, I don't know the Teen Titan goes of, but anyway,
0: like, like cool. I like Teen Titans Go. But I do agree that it's oversaturated on the network. Yeah, uh, I know there are some other shows that they they've begun playing that I haven't really checked out. It I don't know the
1: names like uh, K.O. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw an episode TKO, of that right?
0: and I liked it. So it's not like I, I think they're still able. To get good shows on,
1: yeah, I think so too, and I think I think they're trying to close out an era. Yeah, right now because they canceled Gumball, of course. Adventure Time is ending this summer mm-hmm. with the final like it's like a forty-four minute episode. I'm super pumped. Uh, they're closing that out, of course. Closed the uh, regular show out last summer or yeah. last year. So all it. cartoons have should in my opinion come to an end And a good at one at some point. Though. What was that? And a good one
0: at least. Like
1: yeah, yeah, like what like good cartoons should end, you mean? No, I
0: mean like on a good note.
1: Oh, yes, on a good note. Yeah. I think I think it's best when the creator I mean, there are some shows that kind of lend themselves to longer run times yeah. like SpongeBob. You don't need to end that. But Shows like Adventure Time and Regular Show, and especially Steven Universe, I want them to have the ending that the creators wanted. Yeah. Because there are shows, and we'll get into this later with one of my favorite shows, don't have the endings that they need and they just get cut off. And maybe Gumball is one of those. You know, Mm -hmm. it was just up and canceled. It never got an ending, but I don't know if Gumball needed an ending. Yeah, I don't know what an ending like that would look like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's nice to have that ending shot you know yeah like one of my one of the ones that i always come back to is avatar the last airbender that last shot of them standing together uh oh by the way so i didn't say who it was but go watch avengers or or avatar if you haven't seen it Mm -hmm. but no spoilers but that last shot is just really iconic so it's nice to have that like tie up Mm -hmm. even Gumball could have done it. Like they could have just zoomed out on the house. <laughs> you know, like they close the door and it's really like bittersweet, but also really nice to see it come to a nice end, you know? Yeah.
0: I think uh I think shows like I'm not sure I can't remember what the actual term is where like things that happen in the episode don't follow through to the next episode. You know, what I'm talking about like South Park used to not yep like used to yeah. do that, but now they have they follow through with what happens I don't know the what world. the word is for it but yeah it's definitely one or the other I feel yeah i think shows like that i think most shows like that kind of just are up and canceled like yeah correct me if i'm wrong but i think chowder ended like that and misadventures of flapjack yeah and things like that a show that should not have ended like that was teen titans cuz we uh have you seen off t- you haven't even seen teen titans i feel so bad i have, I have season I, 1 and 2 was right here i at
1: those <laughs> yeah i was looking at those uh just a few minutes ago, and I was like, you need to lend me these, because... <laughs>
0: yeah, but you can you can
1: borrow them. Yeah, I need to watch Teen Titans. That's one of the shows that I never got to watch as a kid, and it definitely looks right up my alley, but it, it wasn't st- ended, you it, said? It wasn't ended properly, no. That stinks. We,
0: we kind of have, like, a... The last episode was a cliffhanger, kind of.
1: Really? Yeah. No! Yeah. A cliffhanger that they never ended? So... So I, what happened? Uh, or not, like, what happened in the episode, uh, but, like, like, how... Why did it just... They just stopped making them? Yeah. That's crazy. They're
0: like, because I think they were showing regularly and then just ended, and a lot had happened.
1: Like that's like a sin. Because <laughs> I think
0: I think it's safe to say most shows um, start out kind of like leisurely, like the, the story driven ones. And And yeah. as we start to get familiar with characters, we
1: go into the, oh, yeah, like, this deeper sure.
0: story. I agree. Which is proper storytelling if you if you ask me. But yeah, like we get into this huge like different arcs and teen times and then we have like um i guess basically i don't want i don't think this will give it away but we have some love interest and then mm. it's kind of like in part with that with two characters and it's like what i don't know but everyone who's seen teen times knows what i'm talking about but what they did with samurai jack i heard they're gonna be doing with teen times maybe where they yeah have, where they just have one season to end it yeah
1: then this is the perfect time for me to get into teen titans like would be definitely need to watch it because i feel like i totally missed out on that show but let's get into samurai jack too because it's another show that ended abruptly without a definite ending and i think that's a really interesting thing to look at is like shows that got them Mm -hmm. like adventure time thank god it's getting one but like shows that didn't and that are heart that were heartbreaking uh so i was i'm a super big samurai jack fan and i haven't really delved into it yet maybe i i think i mentioned it a few times but as a kid samurai jack was my show mm-hmm. like me and my dad would watch samurai jack all the time i've probably seen every episode not exaggerating like 30 or more times
0: yeah your dad can
1: it seems call like he in- can just like call out an episode oh yeah we that's what he
0: did when i was over
1: your house yeah it's it's we know what episodes are on like what seasons like if we have all the dvds i remember walking into best buy one day and i just was perusing you know the movies and tv shows and i walked by season four it was in that <laughs> gold it's like a goldish yellow dvd case mm-hmm. And I remember, like, my heart kind of, like, stopping for a second. And I, I I knew we didn't have it. And I picked it up and I ran to my dad. I was like, S- what is this? Like, we don't have this one. And he was like, we're buying it right now. <laughs> and, like, it was, it's just such a iconic show, a nostalgic show for me as a kid. But, yeah, it was one of the shows that was just cut off. Little did I know that season that I was holding in my hands would be the last Damn. season of Samurai Jack. So heart- heartbreaking because... That show didn't even end on the last episode of season four is so weird because well, one, it's just a weird episode, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with the story. And it's well, just like annoying. it's just like what? And then it and then it ended. And there might have been certain things that went into that. I know the creator got in with the deal of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh, he actually okay. went to that show, which also is a great show. I, I love the Clone Wars. But also mm-hmm. uh, Miko Miko, Miko, I think his name is Miko, the voice of Aku. He actually passed away, oh, yeah. which is really sad. Uh and I think that might have had something to do with it feeling not right at the time because that can really that can really put a damper on the whole uh atmosphere of a studio losing somebody. So, anyway, <laughs> I got off on a yeah, tangent was... there, but uh, it didn't have the ending. That is but weird it did in 2017 which was crazy because for years and years i remember looking up Mm -hmm. like samurai jack season five (laughs) samurai jack movie and like there were so many um rumors and speculations and the creator wanted to come back and like he wanted to finish it out the way he wanted to and then finally on adult swim we got that ending so hopefully we'll get that ending with Teen titans um i hope we do yeah that would be sweet uh because I i would love to start the show i would definitely buy the complete series
0: that like, would be like a, oh yeah. Did you a, get a box? I set got a box set,
1: yours? Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah uh, I Samurai would Jack. A, the Teen Titans one. I did that because my dad has all the DVDs, and I knew there was no way he was parting with them. So I bought the Blu-ray <laughs> for myself. Uh, I do want to tell one quick story about Samurai Jack that yeah, I just think ahead. is really funny. Um, me and my dad were in a talent show uh, for our church. Nice. I might have told you about this. You maybe. Might have. Um he was the host of it. My dad's like a really charismatic guy and like I, I can attest. <laughs> yeah. And he was the host of it and we were the opening act. And what we did was a Samurai Jack skit from one of our favorite episodes where yes. they are basically discussing how it's season 4 so it's really late in the game. Mm. <laughs> Aku just <laughs> appears in front of Samurai Jack just randomly in the and like the beginning of the episode which mm-hmm. does not happen like yeah. and Of course, Samurai Jack, like, pulls out a sword, and there's this big... And he's like, wait, 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 I just want to talk. And, like, they just have this talk for, like, five minutes at the beginning of the episode about how they're going to fight man-to-man in human form, only fists. And, like, it's the funniest conversation they ever (laughs) had in the show. Because, like, they're trying to discuss, like, even where they're going to have it, and... He's like, I could give you a ride. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> So he's like, I will find it. And it's so funny. Uh, So, of course, we thought it was hilarious. Right. And we wanted to do this skit. And I was I was probably like six or seven at the time. And my dad like made me the garb and he like made an Aku like head dress oh, thing. Cool. But it's so funny watching the clip <laughs> now because we played the clip of the show before we came out and did the skit so people would have some kind of some knowledge reference. of what we were doing but watching my church congregation <laughs> watch this episode of Samurai Jack it's mostly old like older people <laughs> and like it's like a demon talking to a samurai so funny but if I f- can find a clip I might actually insert it or in the video version or maybe like just an audio yeah. clip because I think it's hilarious. But it's so weird I was of, so nervous watching you guys. <laughs> it was so funny. One of my favorite uh, memories from a kid, definitely. Yeah, you watched Samurai Jack with your dad primarily. Mm-hmm.
0: I watched Teen Titans with my dad, Justice League. I don't know if you watched Justice League ever. No, I didn't. That was kind of hard to keep up with, but I still liked it a lot. We would. My dad would buy the movies whenever one came out. And then the two big ones for me were Dragon Ball Z and The Simpsons. And The Simpsons... Have you, like, watched The Simpsons
1: ever? I've watched it, but I never so got I, super into it. Yeah, I have um, a lot of thoughts on The
0: Simpsons. Just, like, anything past probably, like, season 9 or 10 is just kind of... I heard that the newer stuff is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a, a very long, like, downhill... You know what I mean? Yeah. But now they're kind of, like, going back up. It's just like, oh, I, I love The Simpsons so much. Seasons 1 through, I'd say, 9 or 10. And I would say... Uh, the simpsons is one of the biggest influences
1: for just how my comedy is like really just how i act and whatnot it must be good then (laughs) because yeah i there are definitely so many shows that i should get into um the simpsons definitely one of them i didn't really watch a whole lot of those like adult-ish cartoons especially because my parents were so strict as it was i couldn't even watch the fairly odd parents yeah so like (laughs) <laughs> the Simpsons was definitely off the yeah. table. Growing
0: up, I didn't know, like, The Simpsons was a, quote-unquote, like, adult-ish show. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to it watch... It seems more, like, in the middle. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch Family Guy, like, I think most
1: kids. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I that's probably... Th- I never even
0: got into Family Guy. Like...
1: Do you I... want to talk about some adult cartoons, actually? That yeah. we want to... Okay, so... I di- I didn't start watching adult cartoons until more recently. Mm. Um, I don't know. I never, and even s- still today, I love Steven Universe. I love Adventure Time. I kind of like the shows that aren't. I like I like them for different reasons. You know. Yeah. Rick and Morty got really into that a few like a year ago, I guess, and watched season one and two uh, before season three. Yeah i love rick and morty i think it's hilarious the fan base is kind of toxic uh oh my gosh i know pretty crazy that it got renewed for 70 more episodes yeah that is crazy
0: it's gonna be like i mean it already has like its own culture behind it yeah we see a lot of that with shows like adventure time and movies even like halloween yeah the nightmare before
1: halloween it'll be interesting to see if it has the nightmare before christmas (laughs) (laughs) i just messed that up three times (laughs) No, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if it, if Rick and Morty has that downward, but then upward slope that a lot of shows take, where it kind of yeah. gets bad, but then it gets good again. You know, like, it'll be interesting to see if they can... Because even if season three, we saw the quality of, I mean, just the humor in general kind of drop a little bit. Mm-hmm. I felt like I busted out laughing way more in seasons one and two, yeah. and season three was kind of let down for me. I don't know if was, you felt the same way. It was an alright
0: season, I feel like. Mmm... I'm happy for Dan Harmon and Justin
1: Roiland. But yeah, they seem excited to go back. I don't know if you've seen any of as, yeah. uh, the things they've released, but they seem happy to be working on it again.
0: I think they're really excited. Like I think they have the good energy to go with it. Also, I don't know if any of the listeners, or if you follow like Justin Roiland, what he does personally, but he's actually pretty close friends with one of my favorite uh, freelance animators, uh, Zach Hedell, also hmm. known as Psychic Pebbles. And he's on a, a podcast called Sleepy Cabin. They don't really release; they haven't really released anything lately because, kind of, everyone who is in this is like either in California or Philadelphia or just doing their own stuff.
1: Yeah, kind
0: of like they all started basically like they all started on new grounds and they met through that. And uh, oh my gosh, Zach—he's probably one. What I would say is one of the funniest human beings. Yeah, and he did a uh, he did a, a short sketch with Justin. For, uh, what's his name? Oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen's new um, charity special. I-, I showed you that.
1: Yeah, actually, you did so, show me that. Yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> for those so of bad, you though. that
0: don't know, uh, Seth Rogen did a charity special for Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. dementia. And you guys should check it out. At least check out the, the, the sketch that they did. So it would be cool to see if uh, Zach Hedell was working with them on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Maybe writing or doing animation because he... That would be cool. He really is a talented animator and writer.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he got, like, brought on, you yeah. know, to work on it with him. But uh some other adult shows. Uh, I like... I like Archer a lot.
0: Yeah. I've seen a few episodes of Archer. Joey, uh my friend Joey, or well, our friend Joey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> likes Archer. And Archer's... I like... It's pretty alright, I think.
1: I like Archer for just... Uh, starting up an episode. Like, I've never watched a full season. I just play an episode, and it's funny every time. I don't really have to know too much about the characters. And, yeah, I really like that one. Any others for you that stick out?
0: I I got into South Park a few years ago, and there's a lot of episodes I really love of South Park. What I felt with The Simpsons was almost every episode felt unique in that kind of what I would say golden age of seasons. Probably the Golden Ages, like Season 1 to, to 8, most people would say. Every episode just feels really unique, and they end on a good note. Mm-hmm. And South Park usually touches on something that is going on in that time right now. But they're also able to... Um, I don't know how much South Park you watched. None. <laughs> they they do date themselves with a lot of episodes, like what's going on at the time that they mm-hmm. touch on. But I feel like they do it in a way that you can also go back and rewatch it and still enjoy the episode. Yeah. But I think that's harder now. With the latest seasons, how they everything from each episode carries through, but also I think the creators, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, uh, I think they're both really talented, and they're just trying out a different thing with the style. Because I also think it's good as an artist to try out different things, and if you can try out different styles and make it work, like this is a lot about the artist themselves. So yeah,
1: yeah, sounds. I mean, I definitely need to delve into those, but it sounds that sounds really cool though. And
0: I just. Honestly, don't like Family Guy. To be honest, there there are a lot of f- funny episodes. I think, but they they're probably one of the laziest group of animate. Well, I don't even want to say it's animators because it's they probably have talented animators, but it's just like how they go about with their budget. Oh, really? Because they have huge budgets, but they reuse so many frames and so many backdrops and backgrounds and whatnot.
1: Yeah, that can be annoying to see, especially when you know just, that a, a, yeah. a show has a lot to go from that's one thing that i do like about rick and morty i guess is it really the animation style is actually amazing like yeah i love the the animation animation of uh rick and morty every background looks like new and fresh (laughs) and like they're always changing it up uh as far as animation do you want to get into some art styles because i would actually love to talk about that yeah yeah some of so rick and morty is one art style that i love For different reasons than I love other art styles, it's, like, the gritty, more detailed, like, you can see, like, the fine details of Mm -hmm. people's faces, like, their expressions, and um, the griminess, a lot of, like, kind of (laughs) gross animation, but, like, it all looks amazing in the detail sense. Do you have any other, like... The things I look, the thing I look for specifically when I'm
0: watching a show like if i'm gonna like analyze their animation mm-hmm. is uh what the director does with like facial expressions yeah. cuz that's that's probably that's just my favorite thing like in looney tunes chuck jones mm-hmm. is 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 known as like incredible with his facial expressions yeah. and the detail he's able to put in some expressions it's oh it's
1: so like, hilarious like oh my gosh <laughs> i can literally picture <laughs> bugs bunny's face right now and just how it clenches yeah. up and like makes hilarious expressions
0: so I mean, I look for stuff like that, or just like delivery, I guess, kind of like with direction yeah. of how you want your viewers to feel or how yeah. you're delivering a joke, because it goes farther than just what you're writing if you add in these details, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and like with the facial expressions, I I feel like some shows do it really well, kind of like, I don't think any show does it as well as Looney Tunes, yeah. I will say. Like, Looney Tunes was the pioneer and also that was their big shtick. Like yeah. that was the funny thing. But I mean, even going back to Rick and Morty, that face that they make when they're like oh, embarrassed yeah. about something and their lips like <laughs> look like they're downs, like I don't know. Like just funny facial expressions That's like 22. that. It's funny how a facial expression can go such a long way I, in the, the yeah. delivery of a joke. I sure. think I think I like like I
0: not I think, but I, I do like how uh the facial expressions that they
1: consistently like they kind of use in Ricky mm-hmm. Morty I like that. Mhm. Yeah, it's hard to think of other shows that are quite like that, but as far as art styles, uh I feel like shows have gotten I would say shows like Chowder and shows like the mm-hmm. Flapjack I, I like their art styles, but I, I think that they are less of an artistic expression. Mm-hmm. But when I look at something like Steven Universe, the way that they... It's just like they know what they're doing. Like, when when you see Lion and Steven and Connie mm-hmm. riding on Lion across this lake, and it's just beautiful. Like, the mm-hmm. background is incredibly vivid and colorful and of course not every show has to be vivid yeah. and colorful but that's Steven Universe's thing and the way they use that to create emotion is so amazing and uh, I just there are certain things especially in Steven Universe where mm-hmm. they just do that so well so I really like how art the art style can lend itself to creating emotion another I mean I guess another sh-
0: I haven't seen or a did lot. You... Yeah, I wanted to mention, I haven't really, like, I haven't really seen a lot of Steven Universe, so Yeah, I definitely need to check that, like, look into that more now that I have some free time, but what I do really like is, and what I look for in other shows is the colors, like, the color yeah. way of the show, I guess, for lack of a better term, like, the theme, I guess, mm-hmm. and just how colors mesh and look and complement each other. Yeah. That's something I really, I've always liked, um...
1: And also like the style too, like yeah. going off of that, like you look at something like Gumball and how it has the real looking yeah. backgrounds, but with the animated characters on top of it, like that's hilarious. And also like chowder, how a character will move. And did you ever notice this? Like a character will move in the background of their hat will also move. Yeah. Like, it's like a weird <laughs> thing, but it's like a stylistic, uh, it's something I- unique. Yeah, I really like to see unique things in cartoons for sure. One of, I mean, going back to Samurai Jack, I love the panels that they'll put to like enhance the action almost. The art style in that just lends itself to that and I love that too. Yeah,
0: it's just like those direction type things that only a a good director could do with like a shot. Yeah, there's something I respect so much.
1: There's so much we could go into with art styles. And I know we're getting close to our time here. We're going to have to do a part two. Yeah, we we probably are going to have to do a part two at some time. We could literally do a whole podcast on art style. And we're trying Mm -hmm. to like fit stuff in here right now at the end. But we were trying to keep it to around 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. So any last remarks on animation before we cut it out here? It's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. Uh,
0: oh, I I did want to mention the one last thing. Psychic Pebbles, who was primarily on Newgrounds and YouTube, there's also uh, someone who doesn't animate anymore really as much. Ego Raptor. He does. He's on Game Grumps, mm-hmm. which is a him and Danny Sex Bang from. Oh, what is the band? I forget. My bad, guys. But he's in a <laughs> band, and they're, they they do Game Grumps together on YouTube, and he's actually he was very highly praised for not only his art style, but also his, the colors he used. Cause he's pretty well known for using these really unique and, uh, kind of like neonish mm. colors that really mesh well together. And that's kind of like where I started to look deeper into like colors. Art style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I also wanted to say, I know we're kind of like <laughs> there, but one more thing. It, it is what I also love about cartoons is and, and just animation in general is how hard, because it is really hard to make something look cartoony and good. Yeah. Like, for sure. It's so, like, to get a, a unique style is something, and just, uh, I think it's, I just it's respect it. It's something to it's, admire. I, yeah, it's, I admire it. I respect it so much of an artist or, like, a few artists to come together and, like, make this unique new art style for a show.
1: I love when, yeah, you sit down and you're watching an animated show and it's just like it gives you that feeling of almost like your eyes start to water like what (laughs) you're watching is just so amazing that you're like "Ah," it's like a breath of fresh air yeah and it's such an amazing experience and that's one of the reasons that I love watching animated tv shows and especially the ones that I love are usually the ones that have that feeling that give me that feeling of wow like when I'm watching somebody Somebody had to put so much effort yeah. into, like, not somebody, but like yeah. a whole team of people put so much effort into creating what I'm watching. And it's beautiful. Like, really, those the animated TV shows. It takes a lot of work. It's so much time. Animating is hard. Like, I know, uh, uh, oh, what is, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Brick and Morty, what's his name? Oh, Justin Roiland? No, the, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon has said, like, that. They write the shows very early. It's yeah. the animation that takes so long for Rick and Morty, and it makes sense with that art that kind of art style. Again, we're kind of like rambling yeah. like on here at the end, but uh we are definitely gonna do a part two, I think. Yeah, we have uh, to <laughs> for just the art style and we'll get into the probably the more
0: animation mechanic like everything behind. Yeah. Because we talked a lot about cartoons in our childhood and whatnot, yeah. And this one,
1: it, which is fine, but The whole Talk Tendo Select idea is really... I mean, Talk Tendo in general, we're two episodes in. We're trying to figure out what we want to create for you guys. And like Talk Tendo selects definitely goes right into that. This is our first one, so we're trying to like... We started off with the broad idea of animation. Yeah. And we had no idea where it was going to take us. We just wanted to have a conversation. And obviously, we ended up talking (laughs) only about TV shows... And we, we had even talked about, oh, maybe we'll get into Pixar. Maybe we'll get into Disney. Yeah. Like, maybe we'll get into 3D animation. There is so much here that we love and that we could definitely talk about in future episodes. I could talk forever about Pixar. Oh, my dude. gosh. And Ed Cam. All right, we're going on. Too long. <laughs> it'll, it'll definitely come in future Talk to No Selects. And we'll definitely yeah. get the uh, mechanics of a Talk to No Select down, you know, yeah. for you. I, again, this is the first one, but... We hope you did enjoy it, and the next episode of Talk Tindo will be a regular Talk Tindo where we're going to be delving into E3, which is happening a week from now, right? Yeah. yeah it's next now. week, and we are. that's going to be a really fun episode. Who knows what's going to happen, but thank you so much for tuning in to this first ever Talk Tindo Select. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yep, and we'll see you next time. Adios.